Hey guys, this is Angel Rocha from The Hub, JGLM Life Team in Manteca, California. And, oh, it's Friday morning. And what's the date here? <laughs> the date is uh, March 19th. It's about 7.20 a.m. in the morning. And just wanted to share some thoughts that I had in my mind. I'm not sure exactly where this conversation is going to go. Um, just wanted to kind of just throw some things out there to those that are, you know, house church and ministry in any capacity, I guess. Um, formal ministry, house church ministry, micro church, um, organic church, whatever you want to call it. Or you just got a Bible study and, and you know, whatever the case is. Uh, there's just been a thought in my mind. And the thought or the the the... The thought in my mind really has been creative responsibility. And when I think of that creative responsibility, I was thinking in the in the in the case right now, you know, we we planted our house church. Oh, it's been now three years. And we haven't, you know, we've learned so much, gone through so much, we've gone through upwards of you know, 20-something people, 30-something people showing up, people coming to my house to, you know, on separate days, coming for ministry, coming for teaching, coming for whatever, um, getting phone calls, you know, heavy moments, and then um, some people not coming back, people coming from organized churches, coming for ministry, they need some help in their marriage, they need some help in their homes, they get encouragement, they get strength, and then they go back to organized church Sunday worship services settings. Um, and then we don't hear from them again. And just all of those little different adaptations that we've gone through um, and still continue to. Um, God sending certain people our way that we just didn't know was coming at certain particular times. And it was amazing how, how just the Holy Spirit did that, leading people towards us. Uh, people we didn't know, people, you know, that found us on the internet, which we weren't even promoting on the internet, and just all those different things that that comes our way. And then we pretty much stayed out of social media, uh, promoting our quote-unquote ministry, I guess. Um, we stayed out of that vein of, 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 of how we did church as far as YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, all, all that stuff. We did, we stayed out of it, Instagram, up until recently. And it all kind of started <clears throat> because as through the pandemic of 2020, I was listening to sermons and people, different preachers, different ministries around. I'm in Northern California, so around here in this area. Even people I was listening to outside. And I just... I kept on hearing something missing in there and there was still a lot of hesitation, a lot of government structures, a lot of, you know, churches were shutting down, um, even prayer rooms, I was, ministries that had healing rooms for people that needed healing were shut down because of the pandemic and people were afraid as far as to be able to touch one another, minister to one another, um, you know, pastors that were, you know, before ministering, to, before letting people in their church, checking temperatures, 
and, and it just, I get all of that. I get all that stuff. Um, I understand. I don't get it actually, to be honest with you. I really don't, but I understand their perspective. It wasn't my perspective because in that we never stopped meeting in person. Um, in the state of California, the regulations came down to 10 people per household that could be in a home at one time. And that's what we did. And when when the state of California required, and the city of Manteca required that, uh, we did have highway patrol um, checkpoints in different points of the freeway going into the Bay Area. Uh, it was a very interesting time, March and April of 2020. Um, my Because I have a job as a, I work in construction. I do insulation. I'm an insulation sales rep for one of the largest insulation companies in the country. Um, I had permission to travel up and down. Uh, so they gave me a pass. I had a letter that I carried with me, my wife as well. Um, she was as an essential worker. She worked in the medical field. She works in the medical field. She had a pass. And so what we did was kind of like when Paul, you know, getting arrested by the Romans and, you know, and, and all that stuff. And he calls out the fact that he was a Roman citizen. You know, when uh, when you need to pull out that card, you know, use it. And we did. And so that was the first time our, our house church had kind of got smaller. We were going through some things, had to sort through some processes. And there was some creative responsibility actions that we needed to take place that I will be very honest with you. I never thought about it. Sometimes these things come to us, come to you, and it's not how you think about it. It's not like you anticipated or prepped for it, but it is how you react to it. And when those moments came and people were shutting down and whole churches and ministries were shutting down, I remember everyone just kind of looking at me like, are we going to close up and just start meeting only on zoom? You know, uh, they never said that. Nobody ever asked me that here at our house church because they knew where I stood as far as laying hands, being able to minister but the core answer to that was we grow. And the only thing that kept on coming to my mind was the book of Acts. Where, you know, the, as the church was persecuted, they spread. And as they spread out, it was that dispersion that brought, brought about growth. That I don't think the church in the book of early church was even anticipating. But there was a creative responsibility, a creative thought that took took charge when as these people were responsible for the gospel message and they went to different places and I was recently just going through the book of Matthew and I caught something that I really had never caught before in the life of Jesus and it was this that every time I, I think there's about four different times from Matthew chapter 5 up to about Matthew uh, 16 where I've been just kind of diving into right now. Um, it says that Jesus fled, right? Or Jesus went to this area. There was a ruckus, there was a riot, whatever. And Jesus went to this area. He fled that area. And, you know, when Jesus was baptized, the first encounter, Jesus baptized in the River Jordan in the South. And then from there, he, because of the being so close to Jerusalem, he goes up to Capernaum and where it's peaceful. It's not as riotous. It's not as whatever, you know, it's not 
to for the people. And I was reading in Matthew, I think it's Matthew 15, where the Bible says that the Pharisees came from Jerusalem to encounter. This is they 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 came from all the way from Jerusalem. Let me see here. I got my Bible. Matthew 15. Then then Pharisees and scribes came to Jesus from Jerusalem and said, and then they had this conversation with him. But prior to that, it says that Jesus was was uh it says that when they had crossed over, they came to land at, at Gennesaret. Gennesaret is over by Capernaum, north, north Israel. So Pharisees and scribes came all the way from Jerusalem, all the way up, looking for him. And Jesus kind of fled around, didn't necessarily go, you know, he wasn't trying to, he was picking fights, but he was, he was, dist he was uh, very uh, aware of his locations. And so it just reminded me of that and where when, when us, when we were in that moment and we were kind of like, okay, what do we do? And we just prayed one day we, we prayed, we didn't do any, we didn't meet, we didn't teach, we didn't worship. We came together and we just had a prayer time. We just sat in my living room as a, as a, as a life team, as a house church. And we just prayed, prayed before God, prayed against everything that was coming against our city and our people. And just prayed in tongues and just, just man, went for it in the moment. And, and and it just naturally came through out of that, the thought of, well, I have permission to travel. None of you guys have permission to travel and all of you are working from home. So since we have people coming from Stockton, since we have people that live in Manteca, since we have people that are coming from Modesto, why don't I have, since I have permission, why don't we gather in three different cities? And let's meet Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And that's what we did. And we grew. And the people that were ho hosting it grew. They were able to be a part of... They were able to, to, be, to be more... They were that arm of, of responsibility that began to take place. And I began to see it in their lives. And it wasn't easy. They didn't, some of the people just didn't want to grow. But they also understood the responsibility of the gospel. And we got creative with it. And how we began to do it. We did that for about 60 days. Until it kind of pulled back. And then we were able to be a little bit more back to normal. Um, and it, it, it was just. It's just that thought. I just want to. Just wanted to talk to you guys. You know and just throw that out there. That sometimes it's not about the planning portion of it. It's just the. Staying connected, staying to, stay connected with your group or whoever, however many people you're with, and and being able to just go out there and be led by God, disciple people, and have and, and the creative responsibility part, guys. I think it's just going to flow, and it really should flow from you. You know, we did it because one, we for a couple reasons we did this. Because I could have rebelled and said, I don't care what the government says. I don't care what Governor Newsom says. I don't care what the state of California says. I don't care what the mayor of Manteca says. We're going to, you know, gosh darn it, we're going to meet and pack this place out. I could have done that. I don't know if anybody would have called the police on me or not. But I decided to just uh, take a step back and say, okay, I want to be a good witness to my neighbors. I don't want my neighbors, I don't want to push them away. 
because I had been witnessing to them. I had been praying with them for those that would let me. Um, but in that as well, I also started, I would give out food to them, water, make sure, check on them. Hey, you guys okay? Let them know if you guys need anything, come over. We started feeding a lot of people, families that maybe that didn't have, you know, certain groceries. We would give eggs, potatoes, rice, beans, milk. Um, we were looking for diapers for young moms. You know, we would get it and, and, and get get some and then get, you know, we'd buy it at the store. Then, you know, we'd call each other. and But we didn't sit there and get prideful. We didn't get arrogant. We didn't sit there and, and try to push against the government. No, we wanted to push Christ. And we didn't quite know how to do that. Because I have never lived in a pandemic. And I don't think anybody listening ever has either. You know, unless you're coming from other countries where maybe you've gone through some other stuff. But the Holy Spirit just bubbled out of us a creativity in how to reach our communities, continue to grow, grow in strength and grow in numbers. Um, that I look back now, it's 2021. And man, that was one of the best decisions we could have ever made. We didn't make that decision because the Holy Spirit told me or told us. We didn't make those decisions because we had a scripture. Because honestly, the scriptures I found with Jesus, you know, through Matthew and all of that was just recently. I didn't even catch it. As far as Jesus being directed and, and, and just kind of, okay, here's the pressure, uh, a political pressure at this point. Let me kind of maneuver this way. I didn't even realize that or see that. But my heart was, I had a responsibility. And the responsibility was the responsibility of a Christian to the people that I was serving, to the people that I was in the neighborhood in which I was living, and most importantly to God as far as the responsibility of the message that he had placed on my shoulders as well. Where Jesus says, as the Father has sent me, so I send you. And we made those decisions as a group. We made those decisions as a whole. Not knowing the outcome of what was going to take place. We just knew and felt what was right. And we never stopped meeting in person. And so if you're, if you're a house church pastor, whatever, and you're discipling people, guys, it's not just about... It's not just about just, you know, knowing what to do. Sometimes you don't know what to do. Sometimes you just get a gut feeling and going with what you need to do. And even if you're wrong, you're right. I mean, if sometimes it's just making the right decision and, and doing it with the best, with the best knowledge and information you have, like I tell my children. Life is hard and sometimes you're going to have to make decisions and God's not going to speak to you about it. But take this, take, take the, the, always take the hard road and God will sort it out. He'll honor that. Always take the principles of God's word as best that you can for what you understand and apply it. And then be humble in prayer with it. And you're going to see some amazing stuff happen. You know, we've seen our, 
the number of our people fluctuate a little bit. People were scared. And then all of a sudden, we've started seeing some people starting to stand up to the forefront. And God began to send new people our way. Because at the same time, God could trust us now. Our doors never shut. We never shut down. We stayed connected. We continue to preach that Christ is a healer. God is a, he's a savior. He is a deliverer. And we've been able to minister to people in hospital beds. And I've walked through that, through that whole season, man. I've walked into bedrooms at households of everyone's sick. And man, I've never caught anything anyone's ever had. Um, you know, I've had, you know, family members freaking out because I'm driving over there. They'll, I'm finding out they're sick and they're texting me, telling me to pray from a distance. And me and my wife will look at each other and be like, I'm not praying from a distance. I'm going to go lay hands on you. And then freaking out because we're walking in without a mask. And every single one of them has gotten, has gotten healed in the moment or over at least just a few days. Um, laying hands on some pretty gross stuff sometimes. Some pretty sick situations. But we're fearless. I'm not going to let that stop me. I'm not going to let that hesitate the gospel. Jesus works. And just being creative in that, allowing the Spirit of God to walk it through you, in you, for you. Uh, being able to just take those moments and, and just live it out. Allow creativity to take place through you. Not be intimidated by the circumstances around you. And just be, if you, if you can carry that responsibility with humility and servanthood, the Spirit of God will speak through you and walk you through some stuff that you just, you're going to look back and just go, man, God, you're so amazing. That was all you. And you get to celebrate together. Great victories. Great, great victories, great moments. And I want to encourage you with this thought. And just with this thought this morning. You know, with that. And, and that you just stay on course. Stay on path. Whatever it is. Whether you've got one other person you're ministering to. You know, or, or you've got multiple house churches all over the country. Whatever the case is. And, you know. And all that stuff. And I'm not talking numbers. I'm talking faithfulness. I'm not talking, you know, how how this or that works. I'm just saying, you know, that, that you do what is right. That you walk out your faith, you know, um, in a productive fashion. With humility before Christ. You know, and, you know, as Paul said in Philippians, you know, that... That he will complete this, that he will complete it until, until that day. He will keep it for you until that day. He that began a good work in you. And stay the course, keep your head up, and keep on moving. Keep on moving forward. And the Holy Spirit will speak through you, guide you. He's not working against you. He loves you. He's there with you. You are one with him. You're not separate from him. He is one with you. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Trust that. Trust that in what you do in your gut as you walk it out. As you're planning, as you're growing, as you're teaching, as you're praying. 
um, as a house church, organic church, micro church, pastor, whatever, keep your head up. God's with you and reach your city, brother. Father, I thank you for whoever's listening. This is to this, just my thoughts. Lord, that they can, maybe they need a creative thought. Or maybe they haven't fully taken responsibility yet. Lord, I first pray for those that haven't taken responsibility to have enough faith and courage to step out and take responsibility for others. We are our brother's keeper. Lord God, that you can move over them and encourage them and strengthen them. And for those that have already taken on that step of responsibility. Lord God, there's a creativeness that comes to the Spirit of God to us as we take responsibility. That you will guide us and lead us in all truth. And Lord God, I just pray for strength and encouragement through us as now we're coming through the pandemic, out of the pandemic, and there's economic situations, and there's psychological, mental, and health situations that we're facing. Lord God, that the creativity of us, Lord God, can flow from you through us to them. As we hold our head up high in the banner of the gospel message with absolute confidence. Father, we thank you because we lean on you. We trust you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this is Angel from the Hub, JGLM Life Team, uh, Dominion Life Ministries. We love you. Check out our YouTube page, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter page. If you have any questions, email me. Please feel free. Um, also, if you have any time, go on jglm.com. Uh, um, Curry Blake. Uh, YouTube page, as far as YouTube channels, check it out. Or you'll be, you will absolutely be blessed. Listen to the DHT, uh, the new man, renewing the mind, incredible stuff. Uh, just go and, and just uh, be trained, be blessed and grow. Bless you guys in Jesus name.